The Zamzo's Garden Show is sponsored by Zamzo's. The views, opinions, and advice offered by the show's hosts do not necessarily reflect those of KBOI or its parent company, Cumulus Media. KBOI makes no representations as to the accuracy of the information expressed and shall not be responsible or liable for any claims arising out of the use of or reliance upon any such information. What kind of seeds are you sowing? Why is it so green where you're from? It must be Zamzo's growing in your yard, garden, or barn. You've done it right, you see it. Got the help that you needed. Zamzo's really makes you want to come home. I'm coming home. Cause nobody knows. Like Zamzo's. It's the Nobody Knows Like Zamzo's Garden Show on News Talk KBOI. To be a part of the show, call now, 1-800-529-KBOI or 336-3700. It's the Nobody Knows Like Zamzo's Garden Show on the Big 670 KBOI. How's it going, everybody? This is the Zamzo's Garden Show, and I am your host, Nolan Guthrie, live in studio for you today. Had a couple weeks off. I appreciate you letting me do that. Hopefully you enjoyed the pre-recorded shows. I think we did... One with uh, Jim and then one with Callie and I. So that's always fun. I uh, enjoyed doing those shows. Actually, one of those shows I think I did multiple years. Oh, no, I did those both last year. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed them. Uh, They were fun to do. So got a handful of things to talk about today as far as news. It's things are starting to pick up. January was pretty slow for us in a lot of different ways. We had uh, our big brouhaha about our what we our fundraiser that we did during the winter months and we let that out and was pretty great. Uh, really excited to help out those shelters and we raised, well, I should, I shouldn't say we raised, you raised the folks of the treasure Valley raised $30,000 and the Zamzos family matched that, which was amazing. So they got 60,000, over $60,000 went to those shelters and it's just amazing. It was a fun uh, thing to be a part of and uh, really great to uh, present those checks to them uh, the other week. So, We've got a few other things going on right now at Zamzo's. Uh, the building near our Zamzo's on State Street is uh, a, well, it's kind of a place that we do our, a lot of our training. But right now what they're doing over there is a hiring fair. So if you're interested, if you know somebody or you yourself are looking for a job this spring, now is a great time to get on with Zamzo's because we are hiring for the spring season right now at the state street store. There's a building right next to it. It's called the Z and you, they are doing open interviews there right now. So they did one yesterday at our, uh, our home office in Nampa and they, Hired a couple of people there, and they're looking to hire a bunch more. We need a lot of folks to help us out this spring. It's really great working for Zamzos. I've, I, I, I guess I'm kind of biased when it comes to <laughs> my opinion of the company. I've been with Zamzos for 19 years, but there are tons of benefits. And one of the things that we, you don't always think about, but you you learn a ton when you work for Zamzos. They we we put a ton of work into training, and so even if you're you know a seasoned gardener or pet person or dog person you're going to learn a a ton of stuff about things that you like and the other thing that's really nice too if you're interested in those sorts of things you get to work with that sort of stuff so it's a great place to work and that is going on now at that location it's next to the state street store it's 
going on until 2 o'clock today. And it's just come in, fill out the application. They're going to do interviews right there. And I believe Matt Maston, who's on the show frequently, is going to be down there. So you might get a chance to meet Matt, interview with him. If that's something that interests you. So that's going on until 2 o'clock today. In addition to the hiring fair, we are also doing open interviews at the store level on Thursdays, I believe. There's a sign at the store. I can't exactly. I think I'm pretty sure it's Thursday, maybe Thursday and Friday in the afternoon. If you're, you know, if you're interested in working for a specific store, you can go in during those times in the afternoon, and they're doing open interviews there as well. So uh, it's, you know, like I said. I could gush probably for way too long about working for Zamzos. Really great benefits. If you're interested in that stuff too, you also get an employee discount, which is amazing. So if you're a gardener, it's kind of a no-brainer. You should work for Zamzos. It's great. And you learn a ton and you get to meet really nice people and help folks out. And that's the thing I think that I over the years, that's what I've enjoyed the most about working for Zamzos is I get to help people be successful with whatever it is they're doing. And you can also learn a lot from the customers as well. So consider that if you are looking for a job, even a part-time one, or you know somebody that is, Zamzo is a great place to work, and I would encourage you to do that. Uh, next Saturday, we are doing, we're getting our classes started for the spring. So that's one of those things you can tell. Things are starting to warm up, I, which is tough to say because it was so, so cold <laughs> the last few weeks here. Uh, but we're, we're looking close to, it's, it's every day we're getting closer to spring. Uh, but classes are going to get started here. We have our first class for the year is going to be next Saturday. It will be at all 13 stores. It's going to be a houseplants basics class. So if you're interested in houseplants or you know somebody that is, let them know. But this is a great way if you're, if sometimes there's things that we hear about and we are interested in them, but we, you know, it takes us a while to make that plunge. And this will be a great way if you're interested in houseplants or want to get into it as a hobby. It's a fantastic hobby to be into. It's one of those hobbies that seems to kind of consume people. You get really, you can get really obsessive about it, which is a good thing because plants are awesome. So. Uh, consider doing that. It's going to be at all 13 stores from 1030, uh, probably till about 1130. It depends on how it goes, but you can ask questions. They're going to go over things like how to choose the right plants, especially if you're a beginner. That can be uh, a big deal. Uh, you don't want to get into plants that you can't care for right away or not sure what kind of intricate needs they need. So it's going to cover those things, some of the basic problems that you're going to see with houseplants and ways to take care of them and repot them and all that. And even if you're somebody who's really into houseplants, it can still be a good place to go. You might pick something up uh, that you just need a refresher on, or you might even be able to contribute to the class a little bit. So that will be next Saturday at 1030 at all 13 Zamzo. So check that out. Later in the month, we have our second class of the year, and that will be a seed starting class. So this is going to be if you're interested in starting seeds, uh, your garden seeds, and you want to start them indoors. This is going to be a great class for you. It's a great level up sort of hobby. You know, a lot of people, you know, they garden, but they just buy their plants or they buy seeds and plant them right in the ground. But there are some plants, you know, you can get a little bit of a jump on if you do it right and you plant them indoors. So that will be a great class. Again, it's going to be at all 13 Zamzos, probably also going to be at 1030. Some of the information for that will be finalized here soon and that will be on the 25th of february so the last saturday of them i believe that's the last saturday of the month and again all 13 zamzo seed starting 
also kind of a basic starter class. So lots of good information, lots of good opportunity to get out. I believe I'll give you a little a little hint. I believe we have a sale going on around that same time for that seed starting class. So keep an eye on that one. And it'll be a lot of fun. The classes are always great to do. I always I haven't taught a class in a really long time. I guess I kind of teach a class here on the radio, but it's not really the same. But at the store, they're always a fun time. Okay, so that's about all I have for the news. I haven't even given out the phone number yet. I should do that. If you want to be a part of the show, I have a topic to talk about today. But if you have something that you are interested in or have questions about or want to know something or even just looking forward to something happening this spring or doing something different this spring, I'd love to hear about the things that you're excited about. So please give me a call, 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Those phone lines are open, and I will gladly take your calls. I'd love to talk to you. Okay, so what I wanted to talk about today, a couple weeks ago, last time I was live on the air, I talked about thatching the lawn. And today I'd like to talk about the other lawn, like big lawn renovation thing that a lot of people have questions about, and that is lawn aeration. And I want to get into, you know, really... All, everything that it comes along with aeration, what it is, how you do it, everything that comes along with that. So we're going to do that here after the break. If you'd like to be a part of the show, please give me a call, 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBY. The Zamzo's Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk KBOI. Hi, this is Josh Samzo, and over 30 years ago, my dad, Jim Samzo, developed a full line of biologically correct lawn products that are kid and pet friendly. Of course, we love the fact that our products are safer for people and pets. But another important benefit of using Zamzo's lawn program sometimes gets forgotten, and that's that our products really work. And the reason why they work is because Zamzo's Lawn Food, Humagreen, and Zamzo's Recharger are all made specifically for the soils of the Treasure Valley, which is not only why they work so well, but also why we're able to offer a money-back guarantee. Simply put, our Zamzo's Biologically Correct Lawn Program will outperform any other product you can buy or we'll give you your money back. In fact, you'll have the healthiest, thickest, greenest lawn in the neighborhood weeks before anyone else. So if a healthy green lawn is what you want, come take the Zamzo's Challenge. Make the switch to Zamzo's Biologically Correct Lawn Food and go green in 2023 with Zamzo's. The Ben Shapiro Show, weekdays from 1 to 3 on News Talk KBOI. All right, we are back for part two of the Zamzo's Garden Show on this not as cold Saturday as it has been. Man, it was cold for a few days. I was going to say it was kind of like, for me, I really like camping and I really, I don't mind camping in the winter when it's cold, but when it's 15, I just, I can't do that. That's too, that's too much. Although I think I have been camping when it's that cold. Now that I'm older, I don't think I'm going to do that anymore. But there's a lot of other things we can do. So let's talk about some of those other things. Let's get excited for spring. If you'd like to be a part of the show, I would love to talk to you. Give me a call, 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. I'd love to take your calls. And I wanted to get into, as I mentioned uh, before we went into the break, that a couple weeks ago we talked. Uh, I talked about thatching the lawn. And this week I wanted to talk about aerating the lawn. Aerating is kind of like the other 
big renovation project that you can do to your lawn. And it's uh, very different from thatching the lawn, has lots of different purposes and things that it does to the lawn. So I want to get into that. And the first thing we want to discuss is what is lawn aeration? And lawn aeration is a process by which you're going to essentially you're leaving some compaction in the soil, but the, 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 the name is actually a big indicator is what's happening. The aeration, you're actually exchanging gases from the soil. So you're making these holes in the soil and it's allowing gas exchange to happen. And this is actually very important for plants because with our soil types, we have a very hard clay soil in most of the areas around the Treasure Valley. Gases build up in the soil. And if it's compacted, those gases aren't allowed to exchange. So if they can exchange, if there's free flowing between the soil and the air and the carbon dioxide and the oxygen are flowing between those areas, it's much healthier for the plants. And it's also imperative for the plants. They need that gas exchange. So it's very important. It's something that we you want to do on occasion. But when we do aeration, what we're really trying to do is not have to do it ever again. So we're going to get into some of those things here as we go. So that's what aeration is. Now, one of the big things uh, that really happens a lot when we talk about aeration or thatching is there's a big debate as to whether or not it should be done at one particular time in the year. And I think there's cases that can be made for either one of them being done really at any point in time. So a lot of times I think we like to have like a really specific answer and I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm not really going to give that to you. Uh, because I, I really don't think that you have to do thatching in the spring or in the fall and you don't have to do aeration in the spring or the fall. You can do either one of them at any point in time. The only time I would say you shouldn't do it is in the middle of summer. You shouldn't do either of these things when it's super hot and the lawn is already under an amount of stress. We think about these, these are renovation projects. Lots of stuff are, ha- is happening when you do this and so it's a stress it is a stress on the lawn it's a stress on the soil it's a stress on the climate the micro uh, uh, ecosystem that's in the soil and you don't want to add an additional stressor like doing a thatching or doing an aeration during that time you probably also don't want to do it right now it's just too cold and who wants to work out there when it's super cold but also the ground's frozen and it's not going to be helpful. So we're not going to do it now. So I think either one of them is going to do You can absolutely do either one of them in the spring or the fall. It does not matter. What matters the most is which one of those things is going to do the most good for your soil and for your lawn. So we talked uh, the other a uh, few weeks ago about thatching and why you would want to do that. The reason you would want to do an aeration at one point or the other is because you've got that compacted soil. And the soil needs something added to it or it needs to be improved. And that's really the, the crux of the matter when it comes to aeration. So really don't, don't get too hung up on whether or not it's the right time to do it. If you think, uh, and, and you know, you can come into Zamzos, you can email me, you can reach out to us on our social media, you can ask us, we can talk about it and get to the bottom of which one of those things you should do. And, and then we can go around and, and start doing those things. So don't worry about whether or not you have to do one or the other at any specific time. We just want to figure out which one's going to do the best. So what is the process? What are you going to do to aerate the lawn? What you're going to do, there was a couple of different ways you're going to do it. 
and, and basically really all you're doing is doing something to disturb the soil is really when it comes down to it, is that's at the most basic level, but we're going to do it at a little more, uh, with a little more tact. So what I really consider an aeration is you're going to rent. Uh, this isn't something that you're going to typically have. I mean, there are a few like handheld things. I'll get into that in a moment, but the best thing you can do is rent an aerator from like your local rental place, you know, some, somebody like Tate's and it's a heavy machine. You're going to need some help getting it in and out of the truck. Uh, because it's a lot heavier. It needs to be a lot heavier than just a basic lawnmower. And you're going to bring it home. And basically what it has is a big roller and it's got these, uh, tines on it. And as you, it, and it is motorized. This isn't something you're going to do by hand. It's going to lower down into the soil and that, that heaviness is going to push those tines into the ground. And as you m- move it across the lawn and it will move by itself, you, like I said, you don't have to push it. It's going to move across the lawn. It's going to pull out little plugs and it's making holes in the lawn as you go through it. It's a good idea to mow the lawn a little shorter before you do an aeration. You don't want super long lawn because you also you want those tines to get into the soil. You can't adjust how far they want they go. I would typically go you want to probably go about half an inch. Uh 1 inch is probably the maximum you you'd want or need to go. And having the lawn a little bit shorter is just going to make sure that you're getting to that depth. It's also going to be beneficial to have do it, you know, shortly after um watering the lawn or rain you don't want it to be muddy but you do want it to be a little looser than just hard compact dirt if it's really hard and dry you're going to have a hard time those times are going to have a hard time getting into the soil so water the lawn or do it shortly you know a day or two after a rain and that'll make sure that those plugs are getting down in there and it's going to pull up all those plugs. You're going to have a ton of them laying around the lawn. And I like to tell the story whenever, when I was a kid, my dad and our neighbor, they would do an aeration every now and then. And it was a good day for a good weekend for us because we had aeration core plug fights. Essentially we had a dirt, we had dirt fights as we were throwing the plugs across the lawn and, and it was always a good time, but so, you know, it's it's one of those things that you might have to watch the kids, but, you know, just let them have fun if they want to do it. As long as they're not throwing it at the house, they should be you should be just fine. So that's really the process you're going to do. that. There are a few like you can get the things that you attach to your feet. You can I think there are some handheld options that you can do as well. I'm, I really don't recommend those. I don't think that they do enough. They're not, you know, just making holes in the lawn is going to do a little bit of gas exchange, but it's really not going to do a whole lot for relieving compaction. So I, I, I really don't recommend those. You can do it. Uh, if it's something that you're, you know, you want to do, you, you just have a small area, maybe that can be helpful, but really it's a big, it's a bigger project than that. You want to get the machine. You want to go over it. And unlike the thatching where you want to go over it multiple times, you really don't need to do that with an aeration. You're just going to go over it one time. Uh, if you go too many times, it's going to tear up the soil even more than a thatching is. So you don't want to do it, you know, go one way and then go the other. Just go over it one time. That's really all you're going to need. Uh, but doing that part is only half the story. So. Uh, there's a lot, there's going to be a few more things that we're going to have to do because if you just take out the plugs, uh, you're, you're really only doing half the work. So let's get into that here in just a moment. If you want to be a part of the show, 
you can give me a call at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBY. This is the Zamzo's Garden Show. I am live in studio. If you got something you want to talk about, let's do that. We'll be right back. The Zamzo's Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk KBOI. Hi, this is Callie Zamzo. And if you're looking for a new career or just a part-time job at a company you'll love working for, the grass really is greener at Zamzo's. We're now hiring up to 80 people for both full and part-time positions at our 13 stores throughout the Treasure Valley. There are three ways to apply. In person at any Zamzo store during open interviews every Thursday and Friday between 3 and 5 p.m., online at zamzos.com, or by attending our job fair this Saturday, February 4th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at our State Street store. At Zamzo's, we offer great opportunities for advancement, plus a variety of jobs that involve working with plants and animals. You can apply in person during open interviews at any of our 13 stores between 3 and 5 p.m. every Thursday and Friday, or by attending our job fair this Saturday, February 4th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at our State Street store, located on State Street across from the golf course in Boise. So stop by and get a great job at a local family-owned company that's been in business for 90 years. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. All right, we are back for part three. Is it part three? Yeah, part three of the Zanzos Garden Show. I'm your host, Nolan Guthrie. I am live in studio today, so if you would like to be a part of the show, if you've got some questions about lawn aeration or really just about anything else going on in the lawn or garden, I would love to talk to you about it. Give us a call at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Right now, let's go ahead and talk to Doug. Doug, how's it going? How can I help you today? Three things. Human green, uh, thatching, and aeration. Yeah. And actually four things in my tree. Um, <laughs> the, you, with, with the thatching, we don't need, um, we don't need to thatch if we use humigreen, right? Well, yeah. So if, if you're using humigreen regularly and especially if you're using it a little more often than just once a year, it's going to take care of most of your thatch. You're not going to, it's okay. going to be decomposing it well enough our our lawns don't typically have a thatch problem i i do see thatch buildup in certain areas i tend to see them in newer lawns uh so there are times where you 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 should do it but typically with the thatching you're gonna you're just gonna need to do it one time and you shouldn't really ever have to do it again how often with a human green then uh, you know, a couple times a year is always good. And I would say you probably to really keep on top of it, I would say at least twice a year. Okay. And if you, and you know, if you do more human green, that's even better. It's just going to, it does more for the lawn, obviously. And even doing something like a human green and then supplementing a feeding with some thrive every now and then also really supercharges that biological activity and, and burns that down and really uh, decomposes it really quickly. Okay. Now, aeration, um, you said it doesn't matter when you do it. Is it? Is there a, a correct time that, you know, I mean, if you want to fertilize, you want to do the um, aeration first and then fertilize? So with aeration, it actually is a little less important as to the order. The, I, would definitely, I would definitely mow 
before doing an aeration. But as far as a fertilizing goes, you could do the fertilizing before or after. Probably in general, I would say it's just after. I'm going to get into whether or not you should remove the plugs. So it's it's if you're going to remove plugs, then you're raking stuff up. So then I would remove the plugs and then fertilize. Uh, but I'll get into that a little bit more here in just a bit. But you don't have to remove the plugs. Uh, so All you right. could you could do it before. And if the fertilizer gets into the holes, that's totally fine. So you can so you can leave the plugs all over the place. You can't. It doesn't yeah. matter. Because they'll just um, dissipate and yep. back into the dirt. Right. They break down. Okay. Yeah. And and then on my maple tree, the one that I, I put the um, uh, tree and shrub on mm-hmm. in the fall, um, is it possible to do another one right now? It's still not looking good. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do you, – you shouldn't have to do another tree and shrub, and I wouldn't – certainly wouldn't do it now. The soil's too uh, – you know, it's not it's probably frozen. completely frozen, but, you know, it's the tree's not taking much in, so it, it's not – I wouldn't do it now. I would still wait till we're probably closer to, say, March, mid-March. Yeah, I'm rooting for it. I'm rooting for it, Doug. Uh, uh. I get it. <laughs> but the pun man, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sometimes sometimes I got jokes. I, I got a guy at my church that's the pun man. <laughs> <laughs> He's real punny. Cool. Thanks thanks for the call, Doug. I appreciate it. Good luck. I we're we'll we'll uh I, I hope your tree pulls through because it's 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 not fun to lose a tree, especially when you put a lot of time and effort into it. So we'll do everything we can for it. So let's get back. Let's talk a little bit more about aeration because I got a few other things. If you'd like to be a part of the show, you can give me a call at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. So I want to take a step back a little bit and just talk about some of the the detrimental effects of uh, soil compaction and in what will you know lead to the relief when you do the aeration. So there's a couple of things we've talked a lot about soil compaction, and a lot of times we don't really think about it, but we see it. We see soil compaction, particularly if you've got a dog. I've got a dog. Uh, you know, obviously I've talked about our dog and uh, how I was not ready for what it was going to do to my lawn. But soil compaction is a big deal when it comes to a lot of your soil problems, and it starts to lead to a lot of other issues when it comes to your lawn. So you might see pooling water, water, excessive water being left on the soil because that, that soil is so hard. You might especially see a lot of this up in like the CUNA area is where you, you I, I tend to see a lot of that. People towards the river, like an eagle, probably not going to see a lot of that. You might actually see pooling because you're a lot lower and you just have a lot of water, but that's just because the soil, t- the Water table is a lot higher, uh, so pooling water is one of the things you're going to see. The lawn will be, get very stressed, and it will start to thin out. And when it starts thinning out, that leads to a lot of other complications. As it thins out, it gets trampled easier. It's not going to recover as quickly. It can be hard to grow new seed there. You also might see a lot of weeds, more weeds in those areas. As the lawn thins out, the weeds don't care how good the soil is. 
they tend to grow there anyway. They're a, a symptom of that poor soil condition. So you might see a lot of a lot more weeds showing up in those areas, and they can also lead to a lot of the diseases. Bugs aren't as big of an issue when it comes. I mean, we've bugs are an issue, but they're not really a cause or a symptom of the soil being compacted. So, so those are some of the like most basic things that you're going to see become an issue when you've got that compacted soil and doing that aeration is going to really help relieve that looks like we've got a phone call from lance in kimberly lance how's it going how can we help you today i'm good good um so i have issues with moles they've taken over my Mm. yard yeah yeah and they they start to do uh, a lot of damage to the lawn especially if you've got a lot of snow you'll see i I, we've seen times where you know the snow's up there and once that snow melts you can see their trails going through the lawn where they've killed it and they cause a lot of damage to the lawn so the best thing i've found for voles is a product that we carry called mole max so this is m-o-l-e max uh we don't typically have moles here in the treasure valley Safe for uh, pets and children. Yes, it is. Um, well, I mean, let me let me clarify that a little bit because what it uses is castor oil, so it's not something you want your kid to get into, like the bag, you know. But if you, okay. when you apply it to the area, it's actually going to go into the soil. So you, the kids and the dogs, it's not a poison uh, unless okay. it's being ingested in large amounts, you know. So I guess in that way, yes, it is a a poison. But technically, you know, you're not going to be, once you just apply it to the soil, it's not going to be an issue. But what it does is it gets down into the soil, and as those critters, particularly like the voles and the pocket gophers, they, as they're going through the soil, they get this castor oil on their fur. And when they try to clean it off, they're tasting it. It tastes bad. All of the, it gets onto like the plant roots. So as it eats the plant roots, it's going to taste bad. And what they basically decide is that, uh, I can't regulate, I, I, you know, everything tastes bad. And so they, they hightail it out of there. You want to be a little strategic when you use it. You, what a lot of people will do is they'll just apply it right where they see it. You want to kind of start on the edges towards the middle of the area that you're going to treat. Start towards the edges on the inside and work it out. You don't want them to come further into the lawn. You want them to move out from the lawn. So you kind of got to work it out. You're going to supply it with a spreader and just apply it all over the lawn. They're going to work their way out. And then after that, you can just use it as a maintenance thing and just put it around the outside edge of your lawn, and that can act as a barrier and keep them from coming back in. But I've had a lot of customers use this, in uh, particularly up in the northern areas of Idaho. Uh, people with, uh, they have vacation homes up there, you know, places where they're not there all the time, and this is a great way to keep moles, or excuse me, voles, mice, and your pocket gophers out of areas. It's a very, very good product. Okay. I will, uh, wonderful. I'll get some from you guys and, uh, give it a whirl. Yeah. Thanks for that call, Lance. I appreciate it. Molemax, that's one I've been recommending for a very long time. It's one of those, you know, there's, there's always products where you, you know, some of those repellents that are kind of hit and miss, you know, you never really know if it's going to work as, as you hope it will. But that is one I have found to be very, very reliable. So I, I have never had a problem recommending Mole Max. That's a really good product for the, especially for voles. I, you know, they, they can just be such a, a handful and they cause such weird damage. 
to the landscape. So it's definitely one that you can use. I don't, if you have a garden, I would double check the label. I don't know off the top of my head how close you can use it to the garden. So double check that. But otherwise, you're good to go with that Molmax. It's very, very good, especially for keeping them out of the lawn in just the surrounding area. Okay, if you'd like to be a part of the show, you can give me a call at 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBY. This is the Zamzo's Garden Show, and I am live this weekend talking about aeration and what it does for your lawn. There's a lot of benefits to it. And I, uh, before we went to the call, I mentioned a couple of different things that you might be seeing out in the lawn, particularly, you know, it's, it's, it's the... The compacted soil is the the problem, right? And then so we start to see these other issues show up, like we see, you know, excess of water. It's not draining well. We see the lawn start to stress out. It's starting to thin out. Uh, you can also see uh, a lot more weeds in those areas. And, and sometimes you can even see more disease. It can be more susceptible because the lawn is just stressed out. It's not, it doesn't have that gas exchange and a loose media to grow in. And that's really what we're trying to accomplish. Okay, so those are the issues we've got. We've done our aeration. We've gone over it. So the next question that always pops up is, should I remove the plugs? And typically, I would say you don't need to remove the plugs. Now, when I was in school, uh, our one of our instructors for the, this type of project was the head greenskeeper at a golf course. And on the golf course, they always remove the plugs, particularly when they're doing an aeration on the green. So in those, you know, cause you can't, you can't go putting on a green full of dirt clods. Uh, in the rough areas, they might, they would leave them, but really the only time they, he would ever recommend removing them is if you had something like that. I mean, if you're going to have, you know, a party out in the lawn the next weekend, you know, maybe it's a good idea to remove the plugs, but typically you don't need to remove them. Some people will, uh, because they just don't want to, to deal with them and they just want to get them out of there, but you, you don't have to. And typically I like to leave them because a lot of times, you know, we have some, some folks will have issues with the, the lawn is lumpy or it's not as, uh, even all throughout the lawn as they would like. And so this is a great way to move some soil around. Essentially, you're taking soil out of the lawn, and this is a really easy way to just move that soil into the low spots. So you can actually you rake it all out, get it into the low spots, spots so it settles down, and you can start to even out the lawn. It's not like the best, absolute best way to do it. Um, it's going to take some time, but it is a it is an option. It is something that you can do to start leveling that lawn out. So you can just take like a big, big rake, or you know, just really your your stiff rake, and just just start to move those around into your low areas, and and that will be a benefit to the lawn. It's going to start evening out and doing some good things there. Okay, so there's a a couple of other things that we're going to get into with aeration. If you'd like to be a part of the show, go ahead and give me a call two zero eight three three six three seven zero zero. Or 1-800-529-KBY. This is the Zamzo's Garden Show. We've got one more segment. We'll be right back. The Zamzo's Garden Show will be back right here on News Talk KBOI. Hi, this is Josh Zamzo. And did you know that a houseplant from Zamzo's is good for your health? That's because houseplants do the opposite of what we do when we breathe. They release oxygen and absorb carbon dioxide. That not only freshens the air, but it also eliminates harmful toxins. In fact, studies show that indoor houseplants improve concentration and productivity by up to 15% and can elevate your mood. 
And as you've probably noticed, Zamzo's has dramatically increased our selection of houseplants at all 13 stores. And while selection varies at each location, most stores have a full array of foliage plants, succulents, and cactus in all sizes. And if you have a particular type of plant that does well for you, we can add to it with new varieties. And remember, houseplants make wonderful gifts for any occasion. So in 2023, give the gift of green with a beautiful houseplant from Zamzo's. 13 stores to serve you, including Fairview between Curtis and Cole. Nobody knows like Zamzo's. News talk doesn't have to be boring. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. It's Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. All right, we are back for part four of the Zamzo's Garden Show. I'm your host, Nolan Guthrie, and uh, we've got a little bit of time left. If you'd like to be a part of the show, you can. we can certainly try to get you in. Give us a call, 208-336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Just so you know, you can always reach out to me through our social media, Zamzo's, uh, on Facebook, on Instagram. You can also email me, zamzos at zamzos.com. You can find a, sh- a form on our website as well. All those emails come to me. I answer lots of those things. So you can always reach out to me there. And uh, like I said, I love helping people. So feel free to send me an email with your questions really any time of the week. On Sundays, I might not answer them just because I, I want to do my own thing on Sunday. But I will certainly try to get back to you as soon as I can. Uh, just a quick reminder, until 2 o'clock today, we are having our hiring fair over at our State Street location. It's the building next to the State Street. So you're going to go, if you're going to State Street store, you've got their big parking lot. They've got the store part, and then there's an extra building off to the side that's connected to it. That's where they're doing the hiring fair. I'm sure they got some signs there. And if you're looking for a job or you know someone, they are uh, they are taking in, they are doing interviews right now. They will be doing that until 2 o'clock today. So consider doing that. All right, let's get into a little bit more aeration stuff. Uh, Before we went to the break, we were talking about whether or not you should remove the plugs from the lawn. And as I was mentioning, you do not have to remove the plugs. You can leave them there. And uh, like I mentioned uh, a little while ago, my friends and I growing up used to use them as uh, dirt clod fights. Uh, So if you want to give your kids something to remember for the rest of their lives, like my father did, you can do an aeration on your lawn and let them do that. Or, you know, maybe maybe you don't want to let them do it. It just depends maybe on how how aggressive they get with their dirt clod fights. Because I've had some dirt clod fights as a kid, and I certainly got hurt. But you know what? Sometimes hurt. You got to get hurt to realize what's good. Anyway, the big thing when you do this aeration, as I was mentioning also, after you do it, if you just do the aeration, if you just pull the plugs up, you are relieving a little bit of compaction. You are adding, allowing for that gas exchange. But if you don't follow up with a top dressing, you're only doing half the job. The biggest, best thing you can do after an aeration is to top dress it. Uh, as I was mentioning, when I was in school and we would go out to the golf course to practice these sorts of things, when they when they aerated the the green on these golf courses, they came back over it with sand. Now I'm going to really preface this really quickly because you should not use sand. This is a green. This is a putting green. Very different setup. Very different medium, and it's basically all sand. It's built up like that. For us here in the Treasure Valley, when you do a top dressing after your aeration, you want to use something like compost. 
You want to use something like Humagreen. You can use them in combination. You can use one or the other. Really doesn't matter. I like to add some bulk. I like to add a little bit more something good. Well, I mean, both of those things are good, but something a little heftier. So I like to use the compost because you are adding more material. Humagreen is great because it's very easy to work with. <coughs> Excuse me. And so you can apply it very easily. It's going to be a lot less work. You can just apply it with a spreader. But, man, a killer combo is some compost and that human green. Your lawn's going to love that. But I like to add that compost because that's going to fill the holes back in. And now you're adding good material into the soil and you're improving it. If you just do the plugs and you leave them there and you don't do anything else, nothing about that soil has changed. It's going to go back to exactly what it was. So you really want to do one of those, maybe both at the same time. As I mentioned, do not use sand unless you know that you have a very sandy soil already. If you add sand as small amounts to a clay soil, you will basically create a big brick. Uh, so you don't, don't use sand. Use compost. Use humigreen. Those are your best two options. If you need to, you could use topsoil, but again, that's really not changing anything. The topsoil you're going to buy is the topsoil that's around this area already. So it's not changing anything. The compost and the humigreen add tons of biological activity. They're going to increase the microfauna in that soil, and they're going to, as it kind of dissipates and does its thing, you're improving the soil so much that that's your biggest benefit. And if you do that, you aerate, you top dress, you do that a couple of times over a handful of years, you won't have to keep doing that, especially if you're using the Zamzo's lawn program and you're putting on Humagreen at least once a year, more times if you want. But if you're doing that and you do this combination with uh, the top dressing and aeration you won't have to do it forever because you're gonna improve the soil to the point where now it doesn't compact. Everything, the soil, the grass is going to grow, be able to grow down and it's going to help relieve compaction just on its own. You're going to increase the, like I said, that microfauna, the beneficial bacteria, the beneficial bugs, earthworms. All those things are going to help aerate that soil. You're going to create a good space for all that stuff to live and the grass is going to do so much better and the soil won't go back to what it was because you've improved it and you're going to have a much better medium to grow that lawn in. So that's really what you want to do. Now, the one, the other thing that really comes up fairly often when it comes to aeration is seeding, right? So th spring is always a good time to seed. You can seed, reseed in spring, in fall as well. So if you, you can, you can reseed if you do an aeration. But what I see a lot of times is they will, they will aerate, they won't top dress, and then they'll reseed. And, and I, people do it and it seems to work, but I've always had kind of an issue with it because if you seed over the top of those holes and the seed falls down, even if it goes into the bottom of that hole, even if it germinates, that hole is going to close up. The grass seed, it can't really grow up an inch through soil. So it has to still be at the surface. It has to grow down into it. So I've never really liked it. I think you're losing seed. I think you're losing viable seed that you paid money for. And, you know, some of it might work. Some of it might not. So at least wait a week after aeration. But really, if you top dress afterwards, you can reseed right away because you're filling those holes back in and the lawn's going to, you know, that new seed has a good place to start growing. It's going to put its roots down. You've just 
loosened it all up and everything is going to be fine. So just at least wait. But if you top dress, you can do it right away. Okay, we are just about out of time. I want to thank everybody for the calls today, and I appreciate you listening. I will be back next week for another edition of the Zamzo's Garden Show here on KBOI, and I will talk to you then. Have a good one. Zamzo. And if you're looking for a new career or just a part-time job at a company you'll love working for, the grass really is greener at Zamzo's. We're now hiring up to 80 people for both full and part-time positions at our 13 stores throughout the Treasure Valley. There are three ways to apply. In person at any Zamzo's store during open interviews every Thursday and Friday between 3 and 5 p.m., online at zamzos.com, or by attending our job fair this Saturday, February 4th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at our State Street store. At Zamzo's, we offer great opportunities for advancement, plus a variety of jobs that involve working with plants and animals. You can apply in person during open interviews at any of our 13 stores between 3 and 5 p.m. every Thursday and Friday, or by attending our job fair this Saturday, February 4th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at our State Street store, located on State Street across from the golf course in Boise. So stop by and get a great job at a local family-owned company that's been in business for 90 years.